0: Summer of 2022 will be a summer to remember. Why? (laughs) Because concerts are back. And Beyond FM is here to celebrate with the Beyond FM Concert Series. Saturday, July 16th at the Conservatory. With Gold Steps.
1: Number One Sons.
2: And Uncanny Valley. Pushing daisies, maybe. I can find a little
3: piece. Cause for the first time since I've seen you, I'll be happily
0: asleep. Tickets are just $10 in advance and $15 at the door. It's Gold Steps, number one signs. And on Uncanny Valley at the Conservatory, July 16th. Brought to you by Peace, quiet, and good order
1: will be maintained in our city to the best of our ability. Riots, melees, and disturbances of the peace are against the interest of all our people and therefore cannot be permitted. Interrupt this program to bring you on on behalf of the United States government. We
3: interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Stand by. How here. you? All right, St. Louis, I want to hear everybody sing it! Come on! Hey, St. Louis! Beyond. Radio. Beyond. That's Now, here comes the music.
4: Now sorcery is scorn It's easy as poaching poultry From a sorority dorm In top form Ducking where authorities have worn out the welcome Forcing all the pacifists to warm up To Malcolm in the middle Swap him on the bottom with the talcum If they giggle like a falcon with his vittles Got the heartbeat palpitating Expectorating spittle When we fiddle with the algorithm Albums full of riddles Pot calling a kettle Black got melted on the griddle Night crawlers flashing in a puddle Full of ripples It's typical Like Earthworm's purpose is simple Fertilizing a dirt where they determine the crap Wriggling under the surface To so bring a piece of a miracle Back to back tax when you factor in the facts
1: Bat flipping the glass, geek at a glance Giving the chance, the chapter of humanity Ratchety, what a sham The panic at the disco So give me the rap hands Safety is a myth Like the ways that we make a wish In the haze of a and switch In the face of a crazy bitch Dismissive like the mist In a painting it is a trick For your brain to remain numb It's the day that we stay dumb We we'll eat a bar of freedom Fries and demonize the heathens But we disguise a piece of pie To cover up the lesions Scheming like the magisterium Upon your demons We lean into those likes To feed us a better feeling A freewheeling demons Stealing lifer on a magical mystery to a cyphers. You miss me with them vipers. We canceled all the culture, yeah, we calling out the liars. Ain't looking past our noses, though we need to fix the wipers. Earthworms. We stay immune to the worst germs. We don't agree to your perverse terms. We stay free and get our thirst served. We stay free until the hearse swerves. We're up until the world. We are the night crawlers. We making night moves with night rangers. We writing night crews with lightsabers. We bout to slide through the flypaper. We bout to rise like a skyscraper. <laughs> <laughs> the American dream. Get, get your own scheme No Know
3: what I mean. Let's go.
0: The best of everything STL Beyond FM and Earthworms and their new one, yes, Earthworms new music, woohoo! Let me let me do this. Yes, there we go. It's even better. Yeah, uh, that's off. Also off the uh, Capilation. Uh, CD from uh forehand Citywide Sessions, and you can find that on Bandcamp if you go under uh, Jim's Pool Room and uh, get that compilation, and you can find that track on that as well. So exciting stuff going on in the scene, tons of shows back, including a few from us, and we'll get to more of those later, But and we're about ready to announce the Beyond FM third annual birthday show. It's very exciting. Um, This year, we're taking it to Pops. It's July 16th. Tickets will be $10. Uh, Right now, we're just trying to iron out a few more little things before we officially announce the whole lineup. So be patient, and it'll be very soon, I promise. Meanwhile... Tonight we get to. Uh, I, I had the wonderful chance of sitting down on Saturday and hanging out with the band Red Sun Sermon. You will learn more about them in a little bit and more. But first, I want to. I want to play something that I'm very excited to play. It is our track of the week on BeyondFM247.com. I'm very excited about the new release from Inner Outlines, and it's called Miracle. I think you will enjoy it. Uh, it, it. It hit home for me. So sit back and relax and, and just just soak it all in. This is Inner Outlines and Miracle on Beyond FM. Why do I feel so far
3: away? Looking over my shoulder of lost and-
0: Forte by DCD and they are going to be part of the Beyond FM third annual birthday bash it pops on July 16th and uh, yes love those guys love them a lot and they're very nice people and all that good stuff but importantly they are great musicians and they put on a great live show so uh, hopefully you're excited about that as much as I am now other concerts that are coming up, and oh, man, they're just piling up on me. So, uh, check this out. We'll get through it as quickly as possible. Um, and uh, these are all local shows, local artists for the most part. There's a couple that are, are, are maybe some touring acts that we'll mention here in a minute, but here we go. The Heavy Anchor on June 23rd. It's Black Hippie, The Centaurettes, and Daisy Chain. Tickets are just $10 as a 21 up show. Then on Friday, let me pull this up here. Then on Friday, June 24th at the conservatory, um, a great country artist named Matt Jordan. Um, He's also bringing along Jordan Suter, which I don't think that was uh, meant to happen like that with two Jordans. But we love Jordan Suter. He's been on the show before. He's he's a good friend of the station. So uh, that's going to be a great. Country show at the conservatory June 24th. Um, and tickets are 15 bucks. Then at the Duck Room on the same night June 24th, it's the return of Bleach. Um, and I do believe a uh, general mission, uh, 15 in advance, 15 a day of show, and uh, there's a two dollar minor surcharge for. Uh, you kitties out there. And then, oh man, this is going to be, and then the next night, this is going to be so much fun. Uh, June 25th off Broadway. It's the Midwest Avengers crew, barbecue potluck show uh, featuring uh, Midwest Avengers, mammoth piano, Freddy versus and more doors are at six show at seven. It's 15 in advance, 20 day of, and they're just going to have all kinds of fun there that night. So uh, you can check that out. Also the same night, June 25th, heavy anchor blinded by stereos record release along with pirate signal. And once again, that is a probably a 21 and up show uh, $10 to get in. And then the uh, same night, Three great shows one night uh, over at the Sinkhole. Um, It will be Blight Future with Chandelier Swing and The Vast. And I keep preaching, like, if you like hardcore punk, you will love The Vast. I I promise you. Um, Once again, that's June 25th. uh, $10 to get in. uh, All that good stuff. And then same night again, four shows same night at the conservatory. Our good friends at Thirty Three on the Needle, along with Petty Grievances and Soft Crisis. It is a free show, and uh, doors open at seven twenty one and up. Though then uh, on June thirtieth, our good friends in Brave New World. Uh, have a pre-release show for "The Truth of Lies," and uh, that is over at Red Flag. And let me see—I think tickets are ten to get in as well. Then uh, we're moving on to July now, and July is packed full of fun. I promise you. Uh, July second off Broadway, the Hip Hop Hip Hop Fusion Fest, along with uh, Ilphonics, Loop Rat, and more. Uh, tickets are 20 bucks Um, you'll get to see the greater good retro champ um, whole uh, just a whole slew of great artists from hip hop to rock and and all that so that is off broadway July 2nd it's going to be a great show then moving on to July 15th beyond FM presents yes we are bringing you shows now. Our good friends in daytime television at the Conservatory. And uh, tickets are $10 in advance, $15 at the door. And uh, they are bringing along Rosemary STL. Then, uh, same night, uh, at the Sinkhole, um, Debussin, I always, I can't pronounce the name, Debussin, along with uh Annie, Pleasure Center, Fight Back Mountain, $10 day of show or just to get in um, it's it's, it's going to be a great great show there then on the next night Saturday July 16th not only are we going to have our Beyond FM birthday bash but also uh, over at Pops but also at the Conservatory same night Beyond FM presents Gold Steps along with number one Sons in Uncanny Valley tickets are $10 in advance 15 at the door then we're gonna move on to do uh, Sunday, July seventeenth. Misplaced religion at the Blueberry Hill Duck Room, and uh, they're bringing along Inner City Witches and Beekman. Uh, doors are ten, or day advances ten, and doors are ten. So, and there's a two dollar minor surcharge. Then a big show, uh, Friday, July 22nd, over at the Heavy Anchor. The Radio Bells Kills Tour kickoff, along with Covert Flops, Bruiser Queen, and Matt Basler. uh, Or Basler, Basler, Potato Potato. um, $10 Day of Show, um, and should be a good show. Then on August 6th, uh, Beyond FM presents Westwood with special guest starter jackets, uh, that show is at the Conservatory, $10 to get in, Fifteen day or $10 advance, 15th day of show. And then uh, we're moving on to September now. Uh, September 17th, Sister North by North and Middle Class Fashion over at the Heavy Anchor. And as always, uh, most shows at the Heavy Anchor are $10 to get in. And that is all I have for this week. Um, if you have shows going on that I do not know about... Please feel free to send over an email or a message on Facebook or, or whatever and say, hey, we have a show on this date. Can you put it on the concert calendar for us? And I will do that, no problem. Uh, just reach out to me, beyondfmstl at gmail.com. So let's play something off the list here. And uh, so we'll go all the way to the beginning just to, just to promote the band a little bit more. Let's go. Let's do uh, the Centorettes. They're playing at uh, the Heavy Anchor on June 20th, 23rd. yeah. Thursday, June 23rd, along with Black Hippie and Daisy Chain. And this is, I just love this song so much. This is, oh, I'm just going to play it. And uh, Susie loves her juicy fruit on Beyond FM.
3: the past.
4: your money your empty eyes have a way of stealing life from mine i saw you go up the stairs so i took the elevator if you're mad about it now i'll be glad to catch you later hey
5: some perfection.
0: Beyond FM. The best of everything STL. It is beyond FM. Thank you for tuning in on this Monday night. And if you're if you're listening, uh, we're recording this interview on a Saturday. So, but you're hearing this on Monday night. So, want to tell everybody Happy Father's Day, and hopefully you had a good one. And um, so tonight, our guest. Um, Or not necessarily new musicians, but they are uh, a seasoned newer band, and we're talking about Red Sun Sermon. How are you guys doing today?
6: Hey, Tony. Fantastic. Thank you. I can't
7: complain.
0: If you would like, please state your name and your occupation.
6: (laughs) Oh,
7: my. Good thing. Uh, My name's Ryan Hain. I uh, work at a local vape shop.
0: Okay.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I'm Marshall Mason.
8: I'm Kat Hargrove. I'm a paleontologist.
2: Oh,
9: nice. Oh, no. I can't I class you. Uh, I'm Josh Hargrove. I'm Catherine's husband.
0: (laughs) That's that's a full-time job, right? It
1: is. It
9: takes up every hour of every day. I know. (laughs) It's worth every minute. It's worth every minute.
0: So for the people in the world who don't know you guys, uh, let's talk about how you guys came together and all that good stuff and... What you guys do, like, you know, what kind of band you are in, you know, who your influences, all that radio, you know, interviewing stuff first. Uh,
9: may I? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it's kind of, um, <clears throat> it's kind of a, a long in-depth story. I'll try to give you the abridged version. So, uh, originally Kat and Ryan and I started a group called Monolith like 10 years ago. Um, down in Perryville, Missouri, and it was um, like a classic metal band, you know, we were playing um, just heavy tunes, uh, playing around (coughs) Cape, Perryville, hitting St. Louis on the weekends, and uh, building a little steam, kind of build a name for ourselves, and and, then, as bands do, it kind of imploded and uh, went away. Then... um, Years and years and years went by. Um, I kind of jumped in and out of some bands over the years. Nothing serious, nothing I was really enjoying. Um, and uh, I decided, probably, it was that 2020, to jump into uh, the music scene again? That's a great year to do that. It was, <laughs> yeah, yeah I think, yeah, we were a smack dab like mid pandemic. I think it was July of 2020. I jumped into some uh, Facebook group. Uh, you know, St. Louis area music group and just said, hey, I'm looking for a band to join. And Marshall actually DM'd me.
0: He Ooh, like, slipped hey. into your DMs. Yeah, yeah, he did.
9: He did. I did. Yeah. Uh, a handful of other guys did, too. Uh, jumped into my DMs and uh, he was in this um, cover band called Raven Smoke. And the only reason I joined is because their set list was super interesting and they said that uh, they wanted to write original material, which is um, kind of what I'm all about. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy playing shows, uh, going out and playing. But uh, if you're not playing your stuff, then you're kind of promoting everybody yeah, else. Kind of material. a
0: balance of making people dance and having meaning behind what you're doing.
9: Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, you gotta get them booties grooving out there on the dance floor, but. Uh, it, it feels better when they're doing it to your tunes and not somebody else's.
8: And that's kind of what we did with Monolith as well, is write originals for yeah, mostly.
9: Yeah, exactly. So um, we played in this um, uh, cover band for some time. It was already established uh, with Marshall and some other fine musicians. And uh got my wife, Kat, involved. She's a saxophone player from way back a uh, fantastic
0: musician as well. Which is what I thought was so cool about you guys when, when you, you were doing Raven Smoke is the saxophone stuff. I was yeah. like, that's yeah. different, you yeah. know. And she, she's a wonderful
9: musician, so it, 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 was, it was a perfect little cherry on top of our, our uh, I think it added a cool dynamic to the covers we were doing. And, um, and then, uh, you know, like I said, as, as bands do, they, they tend to just kind of dissolve um, not without drama either. There was a little drama involved in that, which is which it is happens. okay. It happens. It happens. Um, but uh, you know, we kind of took a hiatus. Like I said, we were trying to write some original tunes with Raven Smoke. It didn't really work out. It was kind of like, hey, let's just let's just kind of take a minute and, and figure out, you know, uh, what we want to do moving forward. You know, we didn't really rush into anything. Um, so
8: We were burnt out, too. Yeah, yeah,
9: playing those four-hour gigs, you know, sometimes back-to-back, back, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, sometimes, you know, every weekend, every other weekend, it got to be a lot of work for not a lot of reward. It felt like, you know, we were playing the same shows in the same spots, and, you know, not to poo-poo the local cover bands that do that all the time, it was kind of losing its luster. You know, it's a lot of work. Like, a lot of people don't know what goes in behind the scenes, you know, lugging all your stuff in, learning 50, 60, 70 songs, um, for, you know, a, a couple free beers, you know, every <laughs> night, uh, it, it's, I don't know, it's a lot of work for not a heck of a lot of reward. Um, and like I said, I, I, I got into it to, to write music and perform my tunes. Um, uh, and it, it, it just wasn't going that way with Raven smoke. Um, at least not as fast as I wanted it to. Um, so fast forward a few months, um, I guess we're on, I, I, I think we're still now in the tail end of this pandemic. If, Hopefully. If, depending <laughs> on, depending on who you ask. Oh, yeah. um, but, uh, you know, we, kind of the tail end of the pandemic, it was like, hey, you know, uh, I think we, we had we had a couple riffs in the bank. We were kind of jamming off and on, Marshall and Kat and I kind of coming up with some ideas. And we came up with... Um, some really really interesting stuff and uh of course everybody's going to think that their materials the best mm-hmm. material you know but the stuff we were writing it was like i was really 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 proud of and like i said i had been involved in several bands over the years where it was just kind of like I, you know i wasn't super invested i didn't feel like it was you know super great material but uh, the stuff we were coming up with was like I was like damn like we've got we've actually got some interesting stuff here like we should we should really take this and, and move with it so I called up Ryan, who played bass with us in Monolith back in the day. Ryan's another phenomenal musician. Thank you. He absolutely slaps the shit out of that bass. Can we cuss? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, I've been trying to hold back a little bit. Ryan, R- Ryan's a fantastic musician. Um, so Ryan's always down. I feel like no matter what we've got going on, Ryan's like, yeah, just hit me up. Like, let's do this. Thing. I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and we've been... Uh, uh, I don't know, we're just writing music like fools. We hit the studio back in March and uh, we've got some tunes and um, feeling good about everything,
0: honestly. Sounds wonderful. So uh, what are some of the influences that you guys are pulling from? Oh,
6: man. Well, writing riffs. Mm-hmm. I've I've always been a big fan of uh, Rage Against the Machine and, you know, Tom Morello in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the big uh, influences I, I actually pull from is uh, is playing blues. And in fact, up until about two or three years ago, you know, that, that's mainly what I played was just straight, you know, old school Chicago blues, uh, North Mississippi uh, hill style blues and uh, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, uh, R.L. Burnside, Junior Kimbrough, uh, all those guys are uh, massive influences on my uh, playing. Gotcha. Yeah.
7: I th- I think the big one for me uh, would definitely have to be like Geddy Lee Rush, um, Iron Maiden, C.A. Harris, you know, uh, and also particularly, yeah, like with the stuff, I, that's the stuff I listen to. I, I think some of the stuff bleeds into my things. Uh, I would say uh, Blue Oyster Cult. I was listening to one of their albums a few months ago. It's been years since I've done that and uh can't think of the name of the album right now but like a lot of the licks i I was like wow like i definitely kind of like gravitate towards that style of stuff uh same thing with marshall too like a lot of blue stuff i really got my uh big start with a high school jazz band is where i did a lot of my bass playing there and then these days uh i
0: listen to a lot of thundercat a whole lot of thundercat (laughs) interesting and how about you Because I know they do, I mean, bringing the saxon and stuff, I know it's got to be a little bit different.
8: Yeah, there's definitely, um, I don't, I, as a saxophone player, I didn't do what people expected me to do. They expected me to get up there and noodle around and solo nonstop, but I was kind of more of, um, kind of accompanying whatever the bass was doing or the guitar was doing more so, and we got into some soloing, but for the most part, it wasn't what people expected, and they'd think, like, ah, like, can they hear it, or are they, they, they wouldn't know what was going on, and, um, it was, it was fun, but, uh, I don't know, it was, uh, a totally different <laughs> vibe than what everyone expected, uh, as far as saxophone playing, I mean, I I know it's cheesy, but I uh, I love me some Dave Matthews, and I I'm not even <laughs> ashamed of it. <laughs> but uh, as far as singing goes, um, honestly, Chris Cornell uh, biggest influence for sure. Probably um, Pussifer or anything Maynard does. Really, uh, Incubus, um, kind of all over the place. And I really I think that's kind of why we're able to come up with something that doesn't fit into. The boundaries of what people are expecting, like when you ask people to listen to our tunes and and you know explain what genre they think it fits into, it's kind of uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it kind of bridges some gaps, and I think uh, we have kind of an eclectic mix of influences, and that that really helps us out. Yeah. You know, Josh's influences are, are a bit heavier.
9: Yeah, it's it's always hard to label yourself too. Yeah, uh, I find that I'm my own worst critic when it comes to writing music and and performing my music and uh I think uh I speak for all of us when I say I'm I think everything I've ever written kind of sucks a little bit but it's (laughs) it's it's how it all it's how it all comes together that really impresses me um I'm always nitpicking every single one of my drum parts even after we hit the studio and it's real polished and it sounds great I'm like man yeah I'm, I'm I'm proud of it sure but like when I when I really tune my ear to my drums, I'm like, man, I could have played that different. Like, you know, here's a better idea for how I could have done that. Uh, but it's it's how it all comes together that really blows me away. Um, and as as far as influences go, um, like Ryan was saying, he he finds himself uh, listening back to the stuff he listened to as a kid, and he can hear how he he tends to favor that play style now as an adult, kind of subconsciously. I find myself doing the same thing with, um, you know, who I, the the bands I cut my teeth on, my musical teeth on, you know, that really inspired me to start playing back in my teens. Bands like Pantera, uh, Lamb of God, Chimera, um, Amon Amarth, even some of the bands that Marshall mentioned, more of the, uh, you know, like 90s alternative or grunge scene, the hard rock or new metal groups from the 90s, you know, the System of a Down, uh, Audio Slave, Chris Cornell. Um, you, you might call it more mainstream rock and, and metal that I was into at a young age. Um, but I had a very, I had a very, very pristine idea of what heavy metal was. I feel like all metal heads have like their own little <laughs> niche genre. And if you're not in that, you know, then you're not listening to real metal. And uh, I, I was the same way as a kid. it was like this, like, uh, you know, like, like Pantera was my bread and butter. Um, They kind of opened my eyes to the metal world. I was always listening to heavy stuff. Thanks to my older brother. Um, He was a a big influence on a lot of my musical interests, but um, Pantera kind of opened my eyes to what metal could be uh, as far as skill and and just like the, the, the brutality, you know, you, when you, when you find a groove, a chunky Thick riff that's got all the best accompanying drums and bass and, and lyrics, and it makes you poke out that bottom lip. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
9: know, just kind of, kind of nod. Like for me, that was that was the quintessential metal song. So um, you know all the, the the good Pantera grooves from the '90s, and then the, the follow up with Lamb of God, which kind of felt like a Pantera 2.0. In some ways, um, I can't believe you haven't said mastodon yet M- Mastodon came a little later, yeah they weren't real uh Mastodon and Gojira and baroness um, that's when I kind of started branching out from what I considered you know classic American metal, you know um, but they they ended up being probably bigger influences in the end, drummers like Bron Daler and um, yeah. He's he's arguably one of the the best metal drummers of all time. Um, even guys like uh, Dave Grohl, who may not have the just legendary skill sets that a lot of these modern metal drummers have. Um, I don't know. They they've all had an influence on me, and I find myself uh, borrowing little you know kind of ideas and uh, licks from from uh, people who drummed in groups like uh, Chimera, Pantera. Um, you know the the groups that opened my eyes to what good metal drumming was you know um uh, even corn uh, their original drummer some of the you know like i said not not a crazy crazy skill set you know you wouldn't ever imagine him as being one of the most proficient uh, drummers you know uh, but some of the stuff he played uh, cuz he's since been replaced some of the stuff he played on the early corn stuff was so fitting. Um, it's been my goal as a drummer is to not not necessarily be the best drummer around or to be, um, you know, people, when people look at me, they're like, oh my God, that's the best drummer I've ever seen. That's not my goal. Um, it's a good goal to have, but it's not mine. My goal is to write a, a part that fits the music so well you can't imagine anything else going there. Um, and that's that's my goal. And I I try to do that, and I always one-up myself after the fact. Like I said, we hit the studio, and I'm like, "Ah, damn, I could have played this there, and it would have been so much cooler or whatever, you know. But uh, when I write a part that even I can't think of of anything else to play there, then that's that's when I know I'm doing my job pretty well.
6: The neat part about your drumming that uh, I've seen is it's like I have an idea of what I want the drums to sound like in a song. And, and you do the exact wrong. opposite, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, well, shit, that's the way it should have sounded to begin with. Okay,
7: yeah, you yeah. know,
6: yeah. It's, but at first
2: it's you're running. like, what you is know? he
9: doing? Yeah, he's not he's it. In that way, sometimes yes. play the groove, play the groove. Yeah, and yeah. You, he's like, sometimes he's like, man, not gonna lie, uh, I had no idea what you were thinking when you started playing that <laughs> drum part, but now it, now I think I get it. Now it makes sense. He's like, and now I can't even remember. You know, like what I wanted the original part to sound like, and that's that's my goal. You know, is to you're like you can't you can't think of anything else that sounds better than than what I'm doing there. And like I said, it may not be the flashiest thing or the busiest thing or the most impressive thing. Um, Anyone who's uh, you know done semi professional drumming for any amount of time can probably see that I'm not the most skilled drummer on the planet. But uh, uh, I try to write the catchy stuff, stuff that sticks with you.
0: Well, a couple of years ago, whenever I was at a certain radio station interning, um, they had us, you know, the usual, like, who's the best guitar player in the world and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, and they had people calling in saying, you know, all the usuals, Randy Rose and blah, blah, blah. And I brought up a fact. I'm like, what about like Joe Perry or Mick Mars? And they're like, what? And I'm like, <laughs> it's the, it's, not, it's not the ability to solo like crazy or do something out of the ordinary. It's look how many hits they wrote, you know, and, and coming up with those things and it was consistent and solid and and things like that. So, and they were just like, yeah, whatever, dude. But I'm like, (laughs) but no, I mean, you have to really think about that. You know um, there's a ton of excellent musicians that can go all crazy, but are they the best? You know, as far as, you know, everybody's opinion is going to, very you know.
9: Yeah.
8: Yeah. Your definition yeah. of what's best. Yeah. Technical yeah. or
9: adaptability. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I agree. Um, I don't think I'll ever, ever, ever be in the running for best drummer of any kind of genre or fashion. But to 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 have written a drum part that feels memorable. Um, the idea. I, I use the phrase "instant classic" all the time. I wanna I wanna produce something that feels like an instant classic. It's good now. It's going to be good in 20 years. It's going to be good in 40 years. You know, like like mm-hmm. cars, like all these guys. write, they write something that's damn good, and it stays good, um, eternally. It's fantastic. Uh, and like I said, they may they may never have their name in the running for best anything, but uh, to to produce something that can make you tap your foot or, like I said, pop that bottom lip out and you know, mean mug your stereo while you're. Moving along. Yeah, it's uh, that's uh, to me, that's what feels
0: like success. Oh, well, yeah. Well, we'll take a break and we'll come back here in, in just a moment, right here on Beyond FM. The Beyond FM concert series continues August 6th at the Conservatory with Westwood.
3: Who the fuck is Westwood? <laughs> the music, stop. Let's run away. Let's run away. All the way. Why doesn't make you a shit? When you're baptized in the Black River.
0: And special guest, starter jackets. Tickets are just $10 in advance and $15 at the door. It's Westwood with special guest starter jackets. August 6th at the Conservatory in Alton. Brought to you by Beyond FM. of everything STL. It is Beyond FM. Thank you for hanging out with us. We're hanging out with the Red Sun Sermon. And uh, just to, to, to describe the ambiance t- t- uh, today, we are, um, and I'll try to make it as sexy as possible, <laughs> we're at the Arnold Public Library today. <laughs> Anybody here got a librarian fetish? I could probably drum one up if I <laughs> had
7: to. <laughs> I kind of remember, uh, was it was it Miss Frizzle? Miss Frizzle?
8: Teacher, uh, right? yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. <laughs>
9: that was a magic school bus, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, no, <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're like, nope, never heard it. <laughs> but they were they were uh, uh, gracious enough to give us our own little private room, so we don't have people looking at us going, shh, shh you know. Um, so tell me about the, the name any any meaning or anything behind Red Sun Sermon.
8: Ah.
3: We're gonna, we're gonna put, we're put the lady who
9: writes all the lyrics and everything on the spot.
8: Well, initially we just came up with uh, this isn't as magical as it should be, but initially we just came up with a bunch of words that sounded cool, and then we kind of came up with the meaning afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> had sort of an open poll for people to help us decide the name, but um, you know, there's the saying: uh, "Red sun at night, sailor's delight; red sun in the morning, sailor's warning." Um, and we kind of decided that. We were going to view it as this um, kind of balance, you know, not to be cliche, but good and evil, you know, optimism and negativity. We were going to view it as like, this is the sun rising. This is um, the opportunity growing. This is our uh, ability to um, share good deeds and um not not to sound preachy, but a sermon obviously this is our platform to share uh, what we believe in and how um how our positive actions can have this um uh, these great repercussions in the world. so uh, it's kind of um I guess a bunch of cliches thrown together really now that I say it out loud <laughs> but um, it's supposed to be a good omen really at the end of the day so. Yeah, you know. Think of it as like the end times may be near, but <laughs> if everybody has like their own individual responsibilities within the world, I think a lot of good things can happen if they choose to do so.
0: That's the answer I wanted. <laughs> <laughs> well most of them are like, oh, I just sounded really cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's, that's a, a cool, cool name. Story.
8: Nah, I didn't want to sound like a dipshitter. <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> you don't, you
9: don't want to you don't want a band name that sounds dumb. I feel like there's a lot of those out there and we wanted to avoid that like Fall. I guess there's some like uh, there's some some cool aspects to having like a an eye catching name. You know, like, like dumpster fire or whatever. You know, but you, know, you you want a cool sounding name, but you also want there to be some meaning behind it. So we started first with let's get a name that sounds cool, and then let's try and figure out how it can be relatable and you know if there's any lore we can attach to it, which was the approach we took. I think it worked yeah. out. okay.
8: Nah. Your your mom asked me one time. She's like, so. So what's it mean? It's <laughs> like,
2: ah, oh, shit. I got to
6: think about this. <laughs> I cannot have
8: someone ask me that again.
6: <laughs> I've been asked a couple times if uh, if it's a, uh, a a Christian band, you know, a name, oh. and I'm like, well, that's not necessarily what we're going for. But uh, it's our first
7: show at the 505, someone asked me that. <laughs> like that was the first thing about anything. Yeah. Nothing else. It was just, are oh, you guys are a religious band? And
9: is that the vibe I give off,
7: sir? <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the, I, and, it, and it would suck really to me that if you came up with a name and then 10 years later, I mean, it it didn't sound like the band anymore or anything like that, you know, like there's just some bands out there like that that they've been around 30, 40 years and you're just like, are you really still proud of that name or whatever it is? You know, <laughs> <Right>.
9: <laughs> to be Timeless. fair, I,
0: I watched an interview with
9: Dave Grohl where he shit on the name the Foo Fighters pretty hard. <laughs> he was like, "Man, if I had to pick a new name, like I would definitely pick a new one." He was like, "But I'm stuck with this because like it's it is what it is." He's like, "At the time, you know, it was just like the first thing that came to mind, and it's like it's fucking stupid. Like honestly, it's, like <laughs> it's a terrible name." Uh, but y- you know, uh, we tried to have a little foresight, I guess, and. You know, a a group like uh, a cattle decapitation or the screaming Mm memes or whatever, you know, like I feel like those names are also kind of stupid. But
6: my favorite band name of all time has got to be Bathtub Shitter. You know, (laughs) have you ever heard of that
9: band?
8: Didn't you have one? uh, Fire the Plumber?
9: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, For years I had a dumb list, and oh man, we've got a, uh, you know, you, you come up with 150 names or whatever, and you go down and you start axing the ones that are. That are real dumb And you gotta ask yourself Is this a band Where like Are we gonna Are we gonna do dumb shit Like,
2: are, like yeah We're
9: gonna have fun with it If I'm in the group We're having a little fun with it But uh, Like no Like overall The project is semi-serious So like you know We want to have a, a cool-sounding name, you know, that maybe invokes some thought, like "Red
8: Sun." or like,
9: ooh, what's that about? You know, but a, a band like "Bathtub Shitter," you're
8: pretty—that's
9: <laughs> pretty straightforward, <laughs> you know.
8: And people have an expectation, right? They yeah, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted to invoke a little thought, um, you know, uh, and, and manage to have a little fun with it, um, which I think we managed to do. Sometimes I think. Um, the last time we did a gig out, uh, I did a little live stream and told everybody I was going to suck them off, but they came down, <laughs> <laughs> they came down to the show. Uh, there I was, was like, a oh, line man. out the door, down the, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, get on down here, we're going to suck you off. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Where was I for that post? <laughs> <folks? laughs> uh, yeah, it did not happen. It didn't, didn't <laughs> turn out that way. I don't, I don't always, I'm a liar sometimes. Sometimes I lie. I tell a little fib. Nobody got sucked off that night. Uh, not to my knowledge. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, but we, yeah, we have a little fun with it. And, um, you know, we're not super serious and, you know, like only cool stuff, only serious band stuff, you know, like, uh, uh, you got to have a little fun. I feel like if you take yourself too seriously,
0: then, uh, you're going to be real pissed off when you fail. <laughs> Why would you do it if it's not fun to begin with? It's true. You know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's definitely not enough perks in the industry not to have fun while you're doing it, you know. For sure. Exactly. Yeah, so one of my favorite tunes that you guys have is called Coffee with the Devil. Do you guys want to tell me about that a little bit? Because we're going to play it now. <laughs> yeah, sure. Right.
8: That, that was one of the first songs we, we did together. One of. Yeah. And that was um, the first song I, I personally, as far as uh, my delivery and my vocals for it, was very different from anything I'd done before. Um And it's uh, also different because it tells a story, and I usually don't like to do lyrics that do tell a story. Um, I like them to be a little bit more mysterious, but uh, no, we had a lot of fun with that one. Um, Feel free
2: to add. (laughs)
6: No, you you wrote the lyrics to it, so maybe you can... Okay, uh, I I didn't uh, know if you wanted to... Kind of go into...
8: Yeah, (laughs) well, like every... uh, a woman in their thirties right now. I, I, uh, enjoy true crime. So really it's a, it's a true crime story, um, about a girl who gets herself in a predicament and, uh, you know, she meets a guy, she's on the run and she meets a guy and he promises the world to her. And she, she, um, you know, he's, he's going to make sure the sun doesn't ever rise and they can have fun forever, give her everything she wants. And, um, you know, that's not real, and um, he he promised her, whatever you want, it's yours, and um, so she does, and she goes with him, and in the end, it's not what she expected, and um, she gets taken advantage of, and you know, she may or may not die (laughs) at the end, Um, and then at the end, she pleads, you know, she says, whatever you want, it's yours, you can have it, let me go, so um, it's a bit of a sad one, but it's a fun song, it's a fun tune, we hope it's catchy, trying to write catchy stuff lately.
6: Indeed. Yeah. And I've got people that uh, ask me all the time, what is it? What's the meaning behind the
8: song? <laughs> yeah. yeah, my mom you was know. like, did she sell her soul to the devil? I'm like, well, I guess you could think of it that way. Yeah.
9: Yeah, I, I like to tell people, I'm like, whatever you're thinking of, that's it. Yeah, yeah that's the best. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what we mean. That's what we're doing. Kind of a Rorschach
6: test yeah. almost. Yeah. yeah. As far as my part on the song, it's like I just write the riffs. I just turn up the music. Yeah, turn up the amp. Yeah. So
9: far, that's how we've written. I feel like as as a musician who writes songs, you're always interested in like how other bands write tunes. You know how how the the actual process of building a song comes together. And so far, every single time, it's been you know let's lay down the music first, and we get it nearly finished musically, top to bottom. We're nearly done. We might do a tweak here and there, um, but we get it nearly done before a cat even. Um, Sometimes she'll start on her own and not let us know what she's working on. But uh, until we hear any vocals at all, uh, or lyrics, or anything, any sort of vocal melody, uh, the the music's pretty much written um, already. And um, she'll kind of, uh, I guess, channel the the muse, you know, and and whatever the the song uh, kind of lends itself to in her mind, she will, um, you know drum up some lyrics and and it's it's always incredible to me because as, as a person who's been trying to trying to write good music um, for years now I've been playing drums for about 20 years and I've only been playing them semi well for about 10 and it, anybody who's ever tried to, to, to get a band together knows that writing music is incredibly difficult cool, just, yeah. just getting people in the same room with the same goal is hard. <laughs> Very hard. And then producing something that's listenable is much, much harder. And then getting something that's, that other people will listen to is <laughs> even harder still. Um, and it's just incredibly difficult. And the fact that Catherine can come up with these cool meanings and stories behind the lyrics that aren't just cut and dry. Um, I'm going to shit on country music a little bit. But uh, you get you get country lyrics that are like I went out, and sat on the dock, and drank a beer, and it's like there's no mm-hmm. thought process into like what that means. You're not going to read into that at all. It's pretty straightforward. Um, what Catherine can do, you get people that ask us, "Man, what does that mean? Like that's so cool. You know those lyrics. Uh, you know I, I, I relate to them in, in this way or that way, and it's different every time I talk to somebody. they, they kind of have a different take on it. Um, and like I said, anyone who's ever written music knows it's very hard. And I've tried writing lyrics, and I cannot. I
1: can't. I can't do it. I <laughs> do.
8: I do personally believe though you could just vomit out some words, and well, as long as the melody was solid and had a catchy hook, I do think hey, it would still that's work. Some
9: rap, as long yeah. as you were really good. Yeah. At, <laughs> as long as you were really good at everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I'm also not good at that. So, you know, writing lyrics, writing a a vocal melody, writing the hook, you know, the the chorus that makes you want to sing along, even though you don't know all the words yet, you're kind of like humming the vocal melody of the chorus. Like that's all skill, too. And she nails it every single time, Uh, every single time I'm like blown away even if the song is mediocre, you know, and this happens a lot for us, I think, Marshall and Ryan, like, we'll we'll come up with a track and I'm like, man, I'm just not digging this. Like, I don't, even some of these that we're going to play here, you know, uh, in the, the infancy stages of it, I'm like, man, I'm just not feeling this. Like, I don't know what about it. I'm not, I'm not digging it. And then Kat will come out with some vocal lines over the top of what we're doing. And suddenly it's a song and it's like, oh shit, this is a thing now. Like we, yeah. Let's, let's hit the record button on this one because it just ties it all together. And to have the ability to, to do that, to take something that's, uh, as the kids might say today, mid, to take something that's just okay <laughs> and turn it into something that makes you want to listen to it, you, you know, it's, um, it's an incredible ability. And I think we've all got a little bit of that. Oh, for sure. Us. You guys
8: lay such a foundation. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. I mean, genuinely. And whatever melody I come up with, I can only come up with it because the chords have already been... <laughs> they've already been put out there, you know? It's all a complementary effect between all the parts.
7: I was super impressed at our, our last practice when we were trying to kind of throw a new song together, or at least, like, some of the riffs to it. And, like, that time, like, Cat pretty much had something instantly. Might not have been a whole lot, but it was still, like, you had lyrics, you had an idea yeah, for the... Spring stuff. Spring. That's,
8: awesome. That's another thing. I mean, we're all kind of... Now, it's kind of getting to the point where we're um, used to playing together. And so, like, it kind of grows from there. You know, uh, Josh and Ryan and I, like, we had this history together. So, we were familiar with each other's play styles and we could jive off of each other. And then, you know, when we were in Raven Smoke with Marshall, it took a good while because there was such a, uh, like, a difference in in playing styles. And then, over time, it grew. And now, now, we can sit down and our writing style is has really like grown into something beautiful. And um, so, you know, before where it would be Josh and Marshall just sitting down and like jamming something until they came up with something they liked. Now with that practice, Ryan, you know, he came to practice and he was like, I've got this cool bass line. And then we created a song from a cool bass line. So it's kind of, it just takes time to cultivate that sort of bond as musicians together, I think.
9: Word. yeah!
0: yeah. Hell yeah. It's the way it beats. Let's experience it now and this is uh, this is in rotation on uh, the rich station, Beyond FM twenty four-seven. I almost forgot what it was for a minute, but um, yeah, and this is Coffee with the Devil and this is Red Sun Sermon on Beyond FM.
6: The best of everything STL. You're goddamn right. Beyond FM
0: the best of everything STL. It is beyond FM and thank you for hanging out with us and uh, and, and enjoying uh, the best of everything St. Louis. We try really hard to do what we're doing and so tonight we're introducing you for those of you who haven't heard Red Sun Sermon and thank you guys for taking the time out today to, to hang out in the beautiful Arnold Public Library.
9: Arnold Public Library. It's very nice. Yes. It's, um, they did a real good job Painting this place. Yes. Say that. (laughs) Phenomenal. What, the uh, baby shit yellow? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're. It really allows you to focus on your books.
0: Yes. (laughs) It's true. true. It helps you read better. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They don't want to distract you from the
9: words. (laughs) I I think I speak for all of us when I say this is the. Not only is this the first time I've had an interview uh, on, on a radio station, which is really cool. Um, this is the first time I've been interviewed in a library, but it, it also feels really cool to be able to say the F word in a library and not get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yet, yet the day is still young. I haven't said you it know, loud enough keep yet, that in mind. Yeah, get me rolling on some stories, and I'll uh, yeah blow some windows out with some f bombs, and then, yeah, they'll come run us out of here pretty quick.
0: Yeah, I don't think I've been in a library since 1992. <laughs> <laughs>
9: They're wonderful
6: places. They, they really are.
0: Yeah. They are good for people who like to read. That's not me. I like oh. I like sounds. I like pretty sounds and stuff. Yeah. You can rent CDs and
6: it yeah, might even have some vinyls back there. You never know. Maybe.
9: Steely Dan, man. <laughs> Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Okay. Steely Dan. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. you yeah. to check it out. <laughs> no. I tell you what. The 70s, the 70s. It was a good time for music. 70s was a real good time for music. No matter what genre you were into, any of the, anything, anything coming out of the 70s was hot fire. It was good. Most of it.
0: Mine, my two favorite decades are the 50s and 90s.
9: Yeah. The well, 90s okay. were good, too. I'm a little partial to the 90s as well. I was born in the 90s, but uh, I, feel, I feel like the 70s had some, some good stuff going on. I do so love me a lot of 80s stuff. As a, as, a drummer, as a drummer, I feel like you have to enjoy the 70s. There was a lot of good oh. drum sounds like, all the, all the old, like, pioneers of modern rock drums came out of, like, the late 60s, early 70s.
0: Well, I think in the 70s, too, for drummers, they were really trying to push making drums sound as big as possible. Oh, yeah. Massive, you know? massive yeah. drum sounds. Until all the really, you know, computer processing and everything came in, you know, yeah. where it's just big live drums.
9: Uh-huh. Yeah, in the 80s, they started trying to replace their drummers with yeah. machines to get get sometimes drummers are boisterous assholes you know drunks or whatever <laughs> uh, but uh, you know you just can't beat someone back there smacking a kid with wooden sticks for real you can't beat it I don't know something about yeah, it absolutely to, you know like I said I'm a metal head and I appreciate uh, you know metal drummers probably the most I guess you could say but uh at the same time, in the same breath, I would say, like, the super hyper over-processed modern drumming that's, like, pre-programmed or, or, or whatever. Like, I don't know. It feels too uh, robotic. Um, there's no emotion to it. No, 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 there's not. There's not. Like I said, I, I've been saying for years, probably a decade or more, that I could teach a chimp how to play blast beats. Not shitting on anyone who plays a lot of blast, blast beats. I've, I've played them myself before. Um, you can teach a chimp to to really rattle out some super fast blast beats, but it would be very very difficult to teach a chimp to play super musically and uh, to have an organic feel. You know, um, something a, a drum track, a music track that feels like people are playing on is gonna it's gonna win me over every time. For the super over processed, like you know, surgically clean music tracks that a lot of bands are putting out today um if that's your cup of tea i yeah more power to you i I love a lot of it honestly but uh, my, my heart lies with organic human sounds
6: well we we all enjoy the swagger that you bring
9: oh well and I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing a fucking full bring the swagger <laughs> yeah
6: and you're also the reason why we all have to wear earplugs at uh, yeah, at practices. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. Well, so
9: I, like I, you know, I grew up playing drums. You know, like a, like any good rock and roll kid in high school, you know, like in a basement or a garage or whatever. You know, somebody would bring over a Marshall half stack and turn it all the way up, and I'm I'm beating some old cans, and I suddenly I can't hear myself anymore, so. Now, in order to, you know, hear myself over this massive, you know, metal guitar rig, I've got to really kick up what I'm doing. So I just start beating the shit out of the drums when I get into it. And, you know, when you, yeah you, know, you grow up doing that, it's kind of like my default mode. You know, when I get in the zone, I can play musically, you know, I can play dynamically and when I need to. But uh, when it's time to kick ass, it's time to kick ass. And you beat those drums like they owe you money. <laughs>
0: You do, mm-hmm. but I will tell you what, like I said, it, it works. It does. It works. It does it works? It's enjoyable. So uh, through the grapevine, uh, I'm hearing, and, and I'll even uh, if I can go through most of the list, but uh, you're you're playing at uh, Shady Jacks on September 24th. That is correct, and it is Wrench Fest uh, 2022. Um, which I've been graciously, uh, with the love of Steve, uh, have been the MC for the past four years, mm-hmm. which has been awesome. Um, and I do believe uh, lineup this year is, uh, and we play. I know at least these three bands, plus you guys, um, Killing Fever, uh, the Radio Buzzkills, and Dead Planet, and hopefully he can get brutally frank to come back again because they're just so good.
6: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. I, yeah. I, I enjoyed the double bass. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. man, I tell you what, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, love running sound for those guys. You know,
0: yeah, and it's always a, it's a good time, and I've even brought people that aren't even car or motorcycle or even punk rock or whatever even like it, but they show up and they're just like, this is pretty fucking cool, you know, especially when they get the guys out in the street with doing the stunts and all that stuff and they're just like wow this was this was cool i thought it was just some car show (laughs) like no it's a party yeah yeah and shady jack says it it does pull it off well i mean that's that's a lot of people and, and feeding them food and slinging booze and everything else man they they do a hell of a job out there
6: yeah it's my favorite time of the year yeah absolutely plus
0: it's usually end of september where it's just it's like a hair wipe you don't know if it's gonna be cold cool or hot so um we got i think we got lucky last year the year before though i remember but we we were baking hard oh, yeah. Yeah, it was rough yeah. it was
9: very hot <clears throat> which for me i mean it could be 20 degrees out and i'm gonna come off the stage absolutely drenched in sweat um but uh, yeah those those hot ones make it double terrible Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah it's never good I'll drink a gallon of water and, and still feel parched.
6: <laughs> you're the only musician I've ever actually seen
9: sweat at practices. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, every time. <laughs> yeah, every time. Uh, well, you know, you know, practice like you play. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I as well. I'm not, I'm not trying to fuck around, man. I'll tell you what, uh, it, you know, it, I think it speaks a lot to uh, how much I enjoy the music too. Because when you you get in this zone and you start jamming like you're you know, like you're playing it for real. It's like, I don't know. You got to practice like you play. Um, at the end of every show we play, if I'm not considering calling an ambulance, I have not played hard enough. So uh, like there are, there are times I'll wake up at night, the night after a show with leg cramps. Like I'll, I'll be like screaming in bed, you know, cause my, my calves and, and quads are, are just like seizing up. There've been times where I've, uh, actually uh, I had to look it up. It's, called petechia i'll have like little miniature bruises all over my legs and i don't know what it's from it's because i'm tearing the muscle fibers in my legs like little micro tears and my legs are bleeding internally making these little <laughs> tiny wow. bruises after these metal gigs you might want to see a
6: doctor Cause about that uh, yeah, i'm just saying yeah, right.
9: <laughs> it, it clears up clears up in a day or two you know uh yeah, and it's just like if It's I'm, when
8: everybody's like Turn the vocals up
9: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah It's a struggle, Yeah, yeah. Well, like I said You know, I've been jamming with years Without mics on my kit And, you know, when you've got These massive rigs That you've got to be able to hear you got to be able to hear Them drums, boy So, you know <laughs> People are like Man, I can feel your bass drum Like in my balls From across <laughs> the venue oh, boy. Yeah, buddy There's no mic on that thing either You know I feel like that's That's the goal You know Um I feel like I feel like I, I for one it's a great workout and two it's like I'm putting on a a better show you know personally I feel like uh, people are like damn it's what I what I lack in skill I make up for with uh, you know volume yeah yeah a little volume. <laughs> a little volume but you know a little a little theatric you know like oh, uh, yeah. somebody's like you know like uh, I feel like I, I get the most praise from other drummers but uh, they come up and they're like dude like you you smash those fucking drums. Like, that, is, that was impressive. And I'm like, hey, thanks, man. Um, I, I think I'm going to go into cardiac arrest.
0: But uh, I appreciate that. Yeah, and you're making me feel like a big old pussy because back in the day, you know, after, like, screaming for, like, a half an hour, then I have to, you know, go sit somewhere for an hour just so I can't, you know, because I'll talk to oh, that guy, you, know, yeah. you know, I can't talk to yeah. people, you know. Yeah. and But I wasn't bruising
9: or anything <laughs> like that. <"Damn.">
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, played some gigs with some
9: broken toes and broken fingers and you know, it's you uh you play through the pain, you know. Sometimes you don't know how you do it, but you do it. You're there to you're there to entertain. Not fuck around.
6: It was really bad when we had to do the four hour shows though. Yeah. You know, yeah.
9: It's uh yeah. and like, you know. Not, <laughs> you not, not to say bad. that uh, people people going out. To, <laughs> Not to say that people going out to cover shows are ungrateful, but I I feel like you get the true music fans at the original gigs oh, when yeah. you're playing original music. Hundred percent. And uh, Well
8: they're there to see you. Know, you. When yeah, you play a four hour gig,
9: like they're there to get I just broke my pinky toe the night before this four hour cover gig and you know, I play the whole thing and at the end of them I'm like I'm like, Hey guys, I just played that whole show with a broken toe and people are like,
6: Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's good it's crazy dude can you play some Skinner <laughs> <Yeah, yeah,
9: yeah. laughs> play that guitar solo dude. I don't think you played it right oh I have <laughs> that that. it's always fun. <laughs> it's, yeah I don't know I feel like the appreciation is not really there um but you know it's it's fun it's fun you gotta you gotta entertain I feel like uh when you when you sign up to, to play music like this if you don't uh play through the the whoopsies uh like throwing your stick across the stage or whatever on accident, you got to play through that stuff. You've Play through the broken toes and the torn leg muscles and all that, and uh, you know, put on a fucking show. Yeah, you're there to rock. Yeah, there to be a pussy about it, right? Yeah, so. And and nobody should come up to me after the show and be like, I I noticed that uh, you were playing with a broken toe during that gig. <laughs> you know, like if I, if I didn't tell you, you wouldn't know. You know, like that's, that's the point. I'm here to put on a fucking
0: show, man. <laughs> Um, so what else do you guys got going on new-wise? Any other shows besides Rinse Fest or anything like that?
6: Uh, yeah. Uh, a couple of friends of ours uh, in the uh, band uh, Split 66, mm-hmm. they are putting on a, uh, a its a, a metal fest down off of South Broadway on August 13th. Gotcha. And uh, we're going to be playing that. Um, that's Looking forward to that. Our next show uh, is going to be, uh, we haven't actually uh, fully uh, uh, rolled it out yet, but I mean, we could talk about it here. Sure. Uh, but uh, July 16th, uh, down in Perryville at the uh, 505, uh, we are going to be playing with, uh, what is it? Uh, Kilvarez. Yeah.
9: And uh, I believe it's Kil- Kilvarez. Ooh. Yeah, the emphasis oh. is in there. Yeah, Kilvarez. They're a local group. They're up here in St. Louis. Yes. Uh, and I don't know if, you've, if you're familiar with Kilvarez or mm. not, Tony. They throw down. Man, I, I wasn't really familiar with them either. We played a uh, uh, this like four hundred and twenty stoner metal gig. Mm-hmm. They, they showed up down in Cape Girardeau, and I was so impressed with those guys. Um, like, I, it, I, I mean, as a dude who's seen a lot of live bands, like, uh, I think personally what you're what you're doing here for for local groups is is fundamentally amazing because you get bands like Kilveras who are just this incredible local talent that you know. Nobody knows about, and you're not going to hear about them unless you go out and see them or you, you listen to shows like this. Um, but bands like like Kilvera's, we're playing with War Druid too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like a real classic doom stoner metal group with like the slow trudging mm-hmm. riffs that just you know make you want to headbang until your head falls off. Um, we're playing with these groups, and it's all local talent, and they're all absolutely incredible. And I was I was blown away playing with these guys back in April, um, and it's it feels incredible to be able to share the stage. With, with local talent and the fact that you showcase them on shows like this is absolutely incredible too. It's, it's going to be super cool.
0: Appreciate it. And, uh, any uh, plans of when possibly the EP or anything will be released? Are you guys just doing singles or?
6: Well, uh, what we did uh, in uh, March of this year is we went into, uh, into the studio, uh, with Gabe over at, uh, encapsulated studios mm-hmm. Uh, they're in Maplewood. And uh, we recorded uh, six and a half songs. Uh, and uh, instead of releasing them all at one time, we figured it's like, well, heck, let's, uh, let's, let's just, uh, you know. Let's do what the kids are doing. Yeah, let's do what the kids are doing. Yeah, The youngsters.
9: Exactly.
6: Yeah, so uh, what we do is uh, we release two at a time. Uh, so the first uh, uh, single was, uh, you know, it it's it's underneath the umbrella, uh, the Queen of Swords. Mm-hmm. So we've uh, d- done the first two tracks, and we're getting ready to actually uh, release the next two tracks uh, this coming Tuesday, uh, oh. the first day of summer. So pretty pretty st- stoked about that. It's going to be streaming everywhere, obviously. And, and I, I think uh, yeah, a little
9: to birdie me. told me that you can hear the next two tracks here. Yeah, Beyond <laughs> FM first, yeah. first exclusive where you get them the day after this show airs.
0: Yeah. I think we're going to place them right at the end just to tease them. Yeah, you got to tease you gotta them.
9: Got to hang on and wait till the very end. Yes. Um we've also got these cool stickers that I had made up which are really freaking neat. Um I think the kids might also be doing stickers nowadays. I don't know. Yeah. Uh but uh, yeah, old man me had to look up how to scan a spotify qr code because i couldn't figure it out on my own uh, i'm not keeping up with technology like i said i would uh yeah we got a bunch of stickers to hand out too and we might be doing a giveaway if you like see a sticker out and about we've got a shitload of them that we're kind of distributing if you see one out and about you know mm-hmm. where like your local haunt where all the stickers are snap a picture of it and send it to us and we might send you something send you something neat maybe i don't know it's true Send, your, send you a lock of Ryan's hair or something. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh,
8: yeah, you should tell them about your, your dreams. <laughs> this is our, our future. <laughs> the dream. So, yeah. our so, future. Uh,
9: so this may have played into a little bit of the band name, too. Um, so, you know, Japan is the, the land of the rising sun, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Uh, their, their flag's got the big red, red dot on it. It's supposed to represent the, the sun. Uh, I had a dream one time. Uh, call it prophetic, if you will. I had a dream one time that we were playing this sold-out show in Japan, and it kind of felt like uh, the Beatles when they played America for the first time. There was just there were thousands of Japanese women right up at the stage, just <laughs> going, going absolutely nuts for Ryan. Right? They were all just like going bananas over Ryan, and uh, we had this big screen behind us that was kind of like this interactive, like uh, you know. Show I don't know if you've ever been to like a Rob Zombie concert, but he's got huge screens behind him and he's playing videos the whole time. So we kind of had like this this interactive screen thing going on. And best part, Ryan (laughs) was actually in charge of like what was going on. He had this little computer behind him on his rig, and uh, we go to kick into the next song, and I notice that like they're taking it to the next level. These Japanese women in the crowd are going like extra crazy, like oh, like you know, some of them are like blocking their eyes they're like oh my god you know I'm like what is going on and I look behind me and Ryan accidentally put some of his nudes up on the big screen behind us <laughs> and uh yeah our our uh like streams and record sales just went through the fucking roof in Japan in, in Dreamland um maybe we can will that into existence yeah we've like got said, some
8: some listeners in Japan right now so we do elsewhere. we do we got a
9: handful uh yeah, if you uh, you know find like I said find one of these stickers out I'll send you a lock of Ryan's hair <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah now they're now I have a vision of that we <laughs> will find we'll
7: find something before we uh, do the big tour in Japan <laughs> <laughs> find some good ones <laughs>
6: oh.
0: well I appreciate you guys coming in and hanging out this afternoon and know will you know uh you know we have talked on and on you know back and forth with uh you know the raven smoke stuff and i appreciate you guys's you know support and all that and um uh, yeah absolutely um where can they well this is always the last where can they find you on the internets and stuff so they can check you guys out
6: where can't they?
2: <laughs> yes, we're, we're,
6: we're everywhere. Yeah, obviously our main hub is uh, is Facebook. You know, everybody's got to have a Facebook. Mm-hmm. You know, just look up Red Sun Sermon on there and uh, Instagram.
9: Yeah, actually, uh, if you um, if you hang upside down in your house and stare in a mirror and say Red Sun Sermon three times, we will actually appear and uh, play a show for you right there in your living room.
6: Oh, wow. Just make sure it's on, a, uh, on, on weekends or uh, evenings. That's when I'm free please. to be able to yeah, please, appear please. out of nowhere.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> I got shit to do. So. Yeah, yeah. Only summon us on,
9: on, <laughs> on weekends after 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> now, anywhere you, anywhere you consume music, uh, we're, we're on Instagram and Facebook, and I think we're even on TikTok. We are uh, on TikTok, you yes. know, yeah. for all you kiddies out there.
0: Yeah, we're working on that too.
9: Yeah, yep. it's tough. It's tough as an old guy. It's tough to keep up with all that.
0: Um, but uh, ultimately, the goal—you know, you ought, to do, you ought to put his videos up there, you'd get a lot of following in it's Japan on <laughs> TikTok.
9: Right, uh, right. We're gonna have to start. Yeah. Doing some, we have to start doing something. Buddy, yeah, right. yeah. you have to take one for the team. Uh,
0: talk I mean, I know you can't it. show complete on TikTok, but you can tease them a little. You get pretty close. Mm-hmm. I've seen some shit out there. It's, <laughs> yeah, you can get pretty close.
9: Uh, and then, uh, so like I said, the goal the goal is to get you all to come out and and hear us live. Uh, like I said, it's kind of hard to to pigeonhole us into a certain genre, but uh, I'm not going to guarantee anything. But uh, you come to a you come to a live show with us and some of these other. Absolutely talented local bands, and I think you're going to be impressed uh, with a little bit of it, at the very least. And uh,
8: it's going to get in your head, yeah.
9: Yeah, that's the goal. It's in my head all the damn time. I tell you what, it's, it's uh, I'll find myself humming a melody, and then realizing it's something we came up with. And, you know, I don't know if I pat myself on the back or, or what. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, somebody out there gets a little bit of enjoyment out of it. That's the goal.
0: Hell yeah. Yep. On that note, let's get the F out. We'll end it all. You want to you wanna tell what the next two songs are going to be? Oh, let's, go for it. We're oh gonna, absolutely. We're, we're yeah, ending off with the new ones. Uh-huh. So.
6: Uh-huh. Circles is uh, one of the next songs, and
9: Satiate. Gotcha. If you, if you listen in to Satiate, you might hear a little something extra. If you can pick it out, you can uh, hit me up. Some best vocals. <laughs> hit, hit, hit me up on the on the DMs. See if you can figure out. Slide into, DMs, yeah, but, slide into your yeah, DMs. Yeah, slide into the DMs. I'll yeah, tell you, on you on if that. you're
0: right or wrong. Yeah. Well, cool.
8: We hope you like them.
0: All right. Well, we appreciate everybody listening, and uh, we'll see you next week right here on Beyond FM. Good night.